Ultra. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one flaming minute at a time. I'm Christina Fredrickson. Uh, I'm Norman Mitchell. Welcome to Burning Man. No! (laughs) And and today we're joined once again by our friend Joe Duraski from the Protagonist Podcast. What a minute to be here to to break down. (laughs) Yes. Oh man! This is a glorious. This is indeed. this is it, man. This is this is why we do this. This is like top five minute, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So today we're talking about minute one fifty nine, which starts with Pippin and Faramir um, hitting the floor of the crypt, and it ends with uh, an orc raising his weapon against uh, the Rohirrim. Since we're back with the battle. Yep, we cut right back to the battle. Uh, it's a good transition. It is. It's a really amazing transition. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. We'll talk about that. But we'll, we'll get there. We'll we'll get there. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. So, yeah, last minute a, ended man. with uh, Pippin and, and Faramir falling, but then pausing in mid-flight just where the cut happened. And I'm glad to see that they landed safely because you would hate for someone to fall from a great height um in in mm-hmm. in this setting there's so many dangerous places without safety rails um it's almost like an imperial starship with the setup <laughs> why osha would be so upset <laughs> that was the first thing the empire cut was osha <laughs> we don't need safety rails <laughs> so yep he uh Faramir and Pippin hit the ground. Uh, Denethor uh, sits up like he's well, rising Pippin, from the dead. <laughs> Pippin's trying to put the fire out. Yeah. He can't stop, drop, and roll. Well, I guess he did. Yeah. <laughs> they they stopped and dropped, <laughs> but to, he, he can't roll. So trying to put Faramir out. Yeah. And Denethor, like, he sits up like he's rising from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> no! You will not take my son from me. Mm-hmm. Well, shall we go ahead and play the game? Best uh, spoken line this minute. Yes, Since you've yes. now given us most of the spoken lines this minute. We have, no, you will not take my son from me. Uh, Pippin yells, and according to the script, he's yelling no, but it's, it sounds a little incomprehensible. Uh, Denethor does say Faramir when he sees his son. And then as uh, Denethor's uh, making a sprint down the hallway, Gandalf says, so passes Denethor, son of Ecdelion. What is that's, the that's best the line? That's, that's <laughs> that one. So passes Denethor. Do you think he's, when he says so passes, is he talking about him passing by in the hallway on fire? So passes or like, <laughs> um, you, you know, moving on from the mortal coil passing. All right. So I think so, perhaps both. <laughs> so before, before, before I get to something else, which is like my, uh, one of my favorite things in the whole movie. And we've been making jokes about forever. Oh my goodness. Uh, before I get there. Um, I wanted to talk, uh, I, I wanted to just like mention real quick that in the, in the commentary, uh, they talk about, uh, Billy Boyd talks about how when they shot the scene originally, they shot more of Pippin and Denethor struggling and like 
Pippin striking at Denethor's chest and stuff and trying to push him away. Mm-hmm. But they cut some of that because they they didn't felt like it tracked uh, great seeing um, a Hobbit, especially Pippin, like doing violence to another person, Dude. like to a human in the movie. Why? He's going to light himself. He's, I know. Okay, so what do you think he was going to do with Pippin? Was he going to throw Pippin onto the pyre? Like right here? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's self-defense. Yeah. But they, they cut it in part because they didn't like the visual of one of the hobbits uh, fighting a human in the movie, I guess. That's weird. Which is like, okay, sure. Why? I mean, yeah, that doesn't make there's sense. There's been a lot of violence in this movie. I don't know if you guys have watched them. Yeah, um, you know, there's, there's been, there's been no, beheadings. Just, just this week. Uh, oh, okay. you're just jumping in right now. There's a, there's, yeah. And there's some violence yeah. this week. It's just, it feels like an odd thing to suddenly be squeamish about showing. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, that's from the mouth of Billy Boyd, but it doesn't sound like something that's a joke. Like, he's he's talking about the scene in general. Mm-hmm. It's like they cut some of it because they didn't like the, the way it, it felt when they watched it back. But maybe that's specifically because it was Pippin. I don't know. Yeah. We saw Pippin kill a dude. Pippin did stab an orc. It's true. Pippin's got blood on his hands now. Yeah, and he looked real happy about All it. All bets are off. He's just, he was gritting his teeth about it. Well, uh, and like Cassandra said, I think the whole audience would be comfortable with saying, Denethor had it coming if he punches him in the chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as Denethor's yeah. trying to fling yeah, him D- under Denethor the, had it the fire. Whatever happens to Denethor in this movie, he had it coming. Cue the cue Chicago. Yes. <laughs> yes. For real though, For that's real. that's um, that's an interesting. I wonder if that's like an audience note, like a test screening thing. I or... don't know. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't go into any detail about it. Yeah. I just I thought it was an odd thing. I was just like, but why? Yeah, that seems really arbitrary. Yeah. Because I guess we don't see, we don't see we don't see violence against. Um, humans or elves unless it's perpetrated by orcs yeah anywhere in the movies well gandalf just struck like denethor a good oh, <laughs> gandalf. Yeah, right <laughs> right gandalf's not human but i guess we don't really know that unless you yeah. know more about what's going Fair on uh, he's human sized and i guess uh well the the momo kill riders but it's also like mostly not personal violence they're shooting arrows down at people mm-hmm. it's like removed from it so i guess doesn't that's interesting. frodo like try and and grapple with with boromir frodo like kicks boromir isn't he's invisible when he kicks him oh well they uh, we've seen but the uh, like... the pirates be attacked right or is that we'll see i'm getting might be getting things out of order now no we saw the pirates be attacked by the ghost army but but yeah. also uh uh legolas with a little help shot one shot peter <laughs> peter Just, jackson yeah right? the single bow <laughs> but there's the, the the instances where we see it is usually for some other kind of a, an effect. Um, like it, it's one of the things that paints Faramir as morally gray in our first meeting with him, that his him and his men killed people. But okay, I don't, I don't, because Pippin's not trying to kill him. Pippin's just trying to like get him right. It, away. It's like, but it's like general violence, and maybe they felt like it, it cut across like some of the other stuff they were doing when they used it, when they used violence on humans in the movie. I don't know. Like it, it's one of those things it that I wanted to bring like up because it seems weird. arbitrary. It yeah. feels weird. Yeah. I don't know if maybe it would track wrong if you actually like whatever takes they had, what it looked like. I don't oh, know. Maybe. I guess it just depends on the footage. But like yeah. the the um the concept of it seems right. weird. 
But yeah. I mean, I mean, Peter Jackson is pretty strict in his editing and and keeping the pace flowing very quickly from scene to scene, guys. He doesn't stop to linger at all. Uh, so if he could trim a little bit of action <laughs> to save a minute of film, I think he was going to do that in this one. <laughs> you know, good, good on him. Yeah, yeah. Because one thing, one thing, this film does not feel like is indulgent <laughs> in, in its runtime. Right. I mean, um. I, I guess even you know the, it never really has to me actually like I know that's a joke but it even never really the theatrical has to me. one though like the theatrical's over three hours yeah but, but like weirdly it clips along it, I mean there's I so know. much story that is being covered yeah yeah it's yeah it's a, it's a weird thing like this movie never feels long to me when I'm watching it ever none of them do really oh two towers feels long to me <laughs> see but I'm really into the stuff that people are like oh two towers no is slow, I know but I'm like I, really into that I know so it doesn't feel slow to me. Um, the horrors of war and the human cost and I'm just like oh yeah I'm here for this stuff this is great <laughs> I'm about it um, but yeah so then we, we, we he attacks Pippin they're, they're struggling here mm-hmm. and then Shadowfax kicks him into the fire <laughs> the murder horse has arrived the murder horse has <laughs> he has shown his colors <laughs> I always knew Shadowfax had that in her him oh her I'm not sure we <laughs> We have Lord been, of him, the Lord of all. We horses. have been waiting to talk about this <laughs> since Shadowfax like Shadowfax. showed up in Two Towers. I'm pretty sure Shadowfax is directly responsible for the death of Tenethor here. <laughs> he kicks him onto the fire, and we know that Shadowfax is an intelligent, like an intelligent horse. He yeah. is beyond simple animal intelligence. He has sentience. He is, right? He's sapient. This was done on purpose. <laughs> he killed a man. <laughs> Shadowfax killed Denethor. <laughs> I've got to say, the, the Shadowfax kicking, I, that scene lands pretty well, but I think it is a little jarring because it looks like he uh, he lands on his back and then the next cut is him rolling over from his front, it feels like, uh, in the editing. So it feels like there's something happened or, or something feels a little off in that. Uh, that's probably just from like the stunt coordination yeah. and filming this with different people and the staging and stuff, yeah. Because you're right, he definitely is picking himself up from the front to turn and look yeah. at the camera. Maybe that's just the take that they decided yeah. to use. Probably could, John Noble like, looked the most nuanced in his performance or whatever here. It is a good <laughs> performance of well, a man on fire. That. It's convincing. Yes. Yeah. We needed to see his face. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's a quicker shot than showing him turning over from his back. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I get why they would want to do that. But the stunt guy, it's easier for him to go backwards into fire with, like, the flame retardant coat or whatever. Yeah, yeah. plus he's already on fire, like the his cloak is, when he's um fighting with Pippin. I think that's just fire in the foreground. No, I don't I think, think that's actually on his cloak yet. I think it is. I think it's on his cloak. I thought he was a bit on fire. Let's let's scrub back and yeah, take Yeah, you a... see the... Faramir's definitely like on around, fire. Uh, like, around um, 10 seconds or so when we see Pippin struggling. Oh, I'm, I can see it both oh, ways now. It's ambiguous. It, yeah, I, I think know. it is ambiguous. To me, it looks like. But his cloak I think is when, on he, fire. when he's falling backwards mm. into the fire, definitely some of the flame is on his cloak at that point. When he gets uh, Shadowfax, does him in. Yeah, you've decided. To, yeah. <laughs> to label this. When he gets Shadowfaxed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Shadowfax is a sapient creature, and and Denethor dies directly as a result of getting thrown in the fire, Shadowfax killed Denethor. So. So does Shadowfax now rule Gondor by right of conquest? Yes. 
Shadow fact should be steward of Gondor. <laughs> he gave it to Faramir out of respect. <laughs> we don't we don't see their fight off screen. <laughs> they have a there's another conquest. There's a battle. <laughs> well, okay, so there's like it's a it's a riderless horse and a horseless rider. <laughs> they joust. Trial by combat. <laughs> yeah, the horse. Faramir. <laughs> Or is it like a Bill oh Ted's uh, Bogus Journey, where they get to choose, uh, you know, and uh, maybe they don't choose Joust. Like <laughs> maybe choose was, a champion? Yeah, it, it Connect Four is, is what they we're going to go chess. with. Here, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, rock, paper, scissors. Rap battle. <laughs> Pretty sure that's rock. Shadow packs. Every time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Always rock. <laughs> Yet somehow Faramir keeps losing. <laughs> Faramir, stop with the scissors. Faramir, to be fair, Faramir is like in the, the houses of healing for like two months. Yeah, he's, he's been through a lot. <laughs> he's going through it. He just watched a horse kill his dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this. He hates horses forever. No. <laughs> Never rides a horse the rest no, of his no, life. No, no, no. Well, that sucks because he married Eowyn. Yeah. Is from like the he's, horse. He's people. just paranoid that at some point Shadowfax is going to come. He's going to do him in. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime so he hears the hoof, about... the hoof sound, he he gets nervous, starts looking around, a little jumpy. Yeah, he wakes up in a cold sweat, <laughs> like Umbridge. Yeah. After... That's an evil horse. <laughs> after the uh, the centaurs have taken Umbridge. <laughs> this, this is bad horse's origin. <laughs> a lot of references that have been coming uh, fast and furious. <laughs> the third the thoroughbred of sin. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I wanted to talk about something serious. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I've been wanting to get here no, for a while. No, yes, yes. Get all the murder horse jokes out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you imagine um, this is the last uh, memory that you have of your father. <laughs> Gets kicked in, kicked into the, a fire. Yeah. By a horse being ridden by well, like a, like a surrogate uh, father figure of yours. Yeah. A <laughs> fire that, that he had laid you in that you were supposed to be burning in yourself. Mm-hmm. But but a halfling pulled you out. Uh, who who explained this to Faramir? <laughs> yes, when he wakes up. I feel like Gandalf would have. Ooh, like who? Who ran Faramir through this whole, whole everything that happened? Or is this like a coma scenario, like a, like a fictional like fantasy coma scenario where he heard everything that was? No, happening? I think Gandalf was just like, all right, I guess I gotta. Does Gandalf use some magic off screen, like pensive styles, just like all right, here's? <laughs> I want to make sure you get the visual, Faramir. So I'm gonna tell you in great detail. <laughs> need to, need to understand. Gandalf's bedside manner is nice. Right, like yeah. when when Frodo wakes up in in Rivendell. Right, so is Elrond's. Yeah, like, so I feel like Gandalf would have been like so. He's got Eowyn to be there and hold his hands. During TLDR: the scary parts. A horse killed your dad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, TLDR: Shadowfax I, killed your dad. I, I wasn't involved. I, 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 I don't look at me like that. <laughs> I may have been riding said horse, but <laughs> no oats. Two weeks, it's fine. No oats. <laughs> I made him wait on some new shoes. Oh my god! It's, it's okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, can you imagine? This is like the last. Well, I mean, okay, you so have. 
obviously already a strange relationship. Okay, let's as that our, our premise <laughs> that Faramir and his dad, yeah, yes, not not a healthy starting point. Um, no, his dad sent him on a suicide mission that he decided to try and carry out because he needs his dad's love so much. Then he finds out mm-hmm. that Zuko syndrome, his uh, <laughs> that that his dad knew he was alive was going to burn him to death. But fortunately, a halfling saved him, but he opens his eyes just in time to see his dad in flames running down the hallway, right? That's okay. Mm -hmm. So now what is your reaction with all of that premise out of the way? Right. I guess, do you think was burning me out of love? (laughs) Was that? Because he, because he did, did he he, think, did he actually think I was dead? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, he did. He hear his dad say, "You won't take my son from me." So does he think his dad was doing this out of love so they'd be together? Is that is that what he's going to cling to? He did want us to be together. I, I feel like that's the only thing you can really. Yeah. Well, because I think it's, uh, it's kind of true. I guess. Other, otherwise, like, dad tried to murder me. Like. <laughs> And himself. The, the other option. Dad tried to murder me, but out of love. Like <laughs> it was out of love. He thought I was dead. He wanted us to be together in an afterlife separate from the afterlife we were supposed to go oh to. Oh my gosh. He was taking control of a terrible situation. It was very stressful. He had some PTSD. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna Yeah. I'm just gonna sweep all this under the rug and Can, never but, deal with it the rest of my life. Like the, hold the, it inside. The fair you wanna talk about no, no I do not. Never, never, ever. Anyone is like, "Are you sure?" I know someone. I don't want to talk about it. You through some trauma. <laughs> Do you want to talk to Aragorn? No. <laughs> Do you want to talk to Aragorn? <laughs> he helps you realize things that you need to do to like solve your own problems. Hold on. Like, wait. I'm aware, and no. Do you want to talk to someone who had a healthy relationship with their father? Let me run through my Rolodex of friends from this film. Um, okay. Uh, struggling. Gimli. Struggling. <laughs> Gimli. It's Gimli. He's the one. Gloin is so proud. Mary and Pippin's parents are still alive, right? Uh, yeah, I would think so. But now they're going to yeah, think they're Mary's, they're crazy because they left the... the Shire. So that 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 relationship is over. That's true. You know how how the gaffer, you walk, the gaffer's still alive. You walk off. Yeah, but uh, I mean, no, the the hobbits back in Buckland still respect Mary. He becomes the leader of Buckland. Yeah. And Par- Peregrine took. He he becomes a cop. I think pretty much. Yeah. Doesn't he become like a constable? He's like the constable. A lieutenant or something. Yeah. And Sam is like the mayor of Hobbiton or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sam has a decent relationship with his dad. Yeah. Like, you know, he's just you know what, a homeless though? old guy telling lies. If I, if I was going to say, go talk to someone who can get you to an emotionally healthy place, I might pick Sam out of all the characters in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no. <laughs> just Even without the, the father issues we're trying to talk through. Sam, uh, yeah. Let's go talk to Sam. He'll put his hand on your shoulder. Look at you. And you will never feel better. Be okay. I mean... Uh, you will never feel better. Faramir and Sam have leveled before. Right? But he was bodyguard, his gardener. Right? Faramir respects him. Right. I like this little guy. <laughs> yeah. Brave. I, I, we were joking about like cutting off any question of, do you want to go talk about it? But if the question is, do you want to go talk to Sam? The answer is probably always, yeah. <laughs> Where's Sam? <laughs> Bring yeah. him on. 
I love that little guy. Right? Just have a pint with Sam. He'll help you figure it out. Do you want to go talk to Aragorn? That's so funny. <laughs> like, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but he really made me realize what I needed to do to, like, get my own stuff together. Eowyn, I don't want to talk to your ex. Like... <laughs> Well, that's not what it was. It's a little weird. Like he—he's my ex, but I'm not his ex. If you know what I mean. <laughs> like he broke up with me, but he didn't break up with me. Like, <laughs> he tried to ghost me, but we weren't really. T- it's it's complicated. Oh my god! And when he ghosts someone, he really ghosts them. Oh yeah. Like he shows up later with ghosts. <laughs> it's next level ghosting. Like he walks where no one else walks to get away from you. <laughs> oh you'd rather go through a cursed mountain <laughs> oh my god talk about your feelings right? <laughs> it's like yes absolutely <laughs> i got feelings feelings I, are scary i got feelings well, thousands of miles away from you so. i would rather t- walk through the cursed mountain with two of my best friends who don't talk about feelings <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, as far as we can tell, Gimli is a nice, well-adjusted, perfect representative of dwarfdom. (laughs) We only find out in the Hobbit movies that Legolas has a horribly strained relationship with his dad. Oh my god, that's the best. Meanwhile, Loin is trying to show everyone he can a picture of Gimli. I I love this movie. But, like, part of me is really excited to revisit the Hobbit movies. Yeah. Purely for threat. <laughs> not minute by minute. No, 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 no. God, no. We're not, we're not doing that. I love myself, Norman. <laughs> you would rather walk through a cursed mountain than... Oh, yes. By <laughs> through a cursed mountain. Um... <laughs> So, but okay, so, so Denethor Den- Den- gets up. Denethor on fire. Is Den- that what Den- we're Den- at? Gets up. He's like, Faramir, and then uh, uh, <laughs> screams. Uh huh. It's horrifying. Yeah, and then runs out the room. And so, his sprint in the, in the- must be so fast because he exits this door. Then we see Gandalf run his line, and then when you get the wide shot of how big that courtyard was, like that is a really long amount. Yeah, distance that he has covered already to be right on the cusp of falling off. And and this place is behind Removed the keep. From the the courtyard. So he, this is in the mountain. I, I mean, admittedly he was on fire, but he is really booking it in the in this run. Right? Denethor, stop drop and roll. He ran over a bridge, went up uh like a flight of stairs or something. Through a building. <laughs> Into the courtyard. Into the courtyard. Off past, the edge. Past the guys watching the tree. <laughs> Are they there past in the white shot? Past Can you see the okay. fountain. Can you see them there? He went past a... <laughs> They're always there. I he went past know. a fountain, guys. <laughs> he went past a fountain. It seems At like there might have been some utility in the fountain for him in his current situation. There's... Is there a fountain? The fountain doesn't work, though. There's water around the tree. Is there? There's like... That's I'm fairly funny. certain there's there's water around the tree that like feeds it. No, there isn't. It's just in the courtyard. Because of the cut, we don't see it. But I'm willing that's to bet the top of the stairs. he tried to jump in it, but Shadowfax ran and blocked him. <laughs> sure, he's like, no. on fire. <laughs> no, don't put that. Do out. you think that um, this this is like the defining moment of those guards' career? Because there is a flammable 
flaming object running towards that tree that they are supposed to guard with right. their life. We don't see it, but it's the only time they move. Maybe they stopped him from getting in the fountain. It's like, no, you back up. Back up. No fire, fire within a 20 foot radius. <laughs> this is the law. This is what these spears are for. Back up. Oh my god. I'm the steward. We don't care. Get, get back. Yeah, dude. Like, this, it's dramatic. It's dramatic as hell. But like, Peter it makes Jackson, no sense. Peter Jackson is just like, when you think about it, and you think about the perspective here, and where he came from, it's probably what, like a mile? <laughs> At least. <laughs> and Bernard, in the commentary, Bernard Hill makes me laugh, because he's, he's talking about this, and he's like, he's like ribbing Peter about it, because he watched it back, and he's just, that's a long way to run. I mean, he's on fire and everything, but, you know, I'm just thinking that halfway down, Denethor realizes he's got a parachute, and he pulls the cord, and it flows out, <laughs> and then that sets on fire, and then he hits the ground. <laughs> Denethor is doomed. Just boom. <laughs> That's funny. Bernard Hill just makes me laugh all the time. <laughs> he just seems like such a funny guy. But yeah, no, it makes no sense, but I love it. Well, I, and like it's, it's a so while it as the for... wide shot tracks out before you lose track of him. Yeah, it is so worth it for the shot because it is such an amazing shot when he falls off, and we get mm-hmm. the the city and and then the battle, and you don't even see him. You don't see him land, which would be the money shot of, I mean, and you've, you've seen other people fall and Peter Jackson likes showing <laughs> the people fall and land. Yeah. Um, but it, it, I think it's worth it. Um, it. And it's my memory, right. That this is one of the more contra like, as far as like fans of the books, this him running off on fire. That's not in the book. Right. That was a Peter Jackson uh, original. I, I don't believe so. And, yeah. and I, th- I, I think there's been like, some complaints um... about that change, but visually it is so stunning to see um that yeah that i think it, it definitely holds up mm-hmm. yeah even yeah, the book, I think the ridiculous distance yeah but yeah this is yeah it's beautiful and but I, it's i mean it's a change specifically um made with the medium of this right movie and which mind. is what you should always be looking for in adaptation right is what can you do to highlight themes for the medium that you're you're working with i don't mind highlight the, moments like the i guess it's like a flourish or whatever like him falling but, but it works and it's such a it's a really good transition back to the battle yeah because we we like jump cut into that space and then we've come out with motion like in what feels like a natural transition mm-hmm. and uh when pippin when pippin goes to get gandalf the sun is uh in the theatrical version i think because they cut the witch king thing I think it's still relatively dark when Pippin gets to Gandalf. Yeah. Um, I have to go back and go back and check, but I, I think it's it's not quite done yet. So I don't think the Rohirrims have arrived when Pippin gets to Gandalf. So just because we don't see the full run doesn't mean that Denethor wasn't running before we cut to the shot. Like there, some of what we've just seen could have happened between when Denethor exits that and when he falls off this thing. Oh my goodness. It doesn't have to be like oh, okay. exactly like linear. Like linear yeah. because of the, the timing of different scenes and like the lighting of stuff. Can you imagine if they'd done some like cuts of the battle and they cut back to him running it periodically? Like just show him streaking across <laughs> the courtyard and then they cut back that to would... the battle and like, okay, now he's now he's by the, the tree and the guards and then cut back to right, the battle. Right now he's still running. <laughs> See, and that's the that's the kind of comical cutting of that anytime I see something like that, the movie I always think of is um, is it uh, is Surf Ninjas? What? What is? Oh, this what is a very deep that? cut. Uh, Not three ninjas, but Surf because Ninjas. Because 
No, is it? Th- maybe it's Three Ninjas. It, it's about like three kids. One of them's playing a video game. They find out that they're heirs to a Ninja Dynasty. Is that Three Ninjas? I believe that is Three Ninjas. If I'm recalling like, my live like, action yeah, so 1990s childhood film consumption. Yeah. yeah, so I think it's Three Ninjas. Like at the it's, yeah, because there's a there's a thing at the beginning of the movie where like they sing Barbara Ann, but it's about the Baba Ran of like that place. Um, it's Three Ninjas. It's that same movie. Um, yeah, at the climax of that movie, there's like uh, a fight and a guy that gets kicked downstairs that just go on forever, <laughs> and then you see him rolling here and there, like through the rest of the fight. Like they cut to it twice. I think they cut to it twice, and then at the end of the movie, like when everything's like wrapped up, he gets to the top of the stairs. And there's this comedy beat of it turning around in his vision, and it's just the three main characters standing there, and he just turns around and rolls himself back down the stairs. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, I just looked it up though. There is also Surf Ninjas is a movie from yes. from '93. I knew it was a movie, but I yeah, I, I always get the confused. Yeah, it came out after Three Ninjas. <laughs> Trying to get on the the, the ninja ninjas. craze of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, right? There, um, there yeah. are three sequels to that three ninja movie. I've never seen any. Are they called four ninjas, five ninjas, and six ninjas? Because if not, they're really missing. I, I wish. <laughs> then you gotta have prequels. Isn't one, one of them three ninjas knuckle ninjas. up? <laughs> Is there one called three ninjas knuckle up? I, yes, I, I don't know how one. I had that in my head, but I did. <laughs> oh, and there's one called kickback, and then there's a cowboy one. High noon at Mega Mountain. Oh my god, that sounds weirdly familiar. I maybe have seen that one. <laughs> These are Disney movies, aren't they? No. Um, Who made them? Touchstone. Looks like. Buena. Oh, yeah, Touchstone. Weird. I feel like they oh, were which, on TV. But Touchstone is a is is owned by Disney. So. Because hmm. I feel like it was Disney on the Plus. Disney Channel when I was a kid. Ooh, I might need to go see if I can show my kids Three Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> and Mighty Ducks, a little double feature of my yeah. childhood. Oh my goodness. D2. D2 is the best one. That's the best Mighty Ducks movie. (laughs) Of the three. So anyway, Denethor is still falling. (laughs) Denethor is still falling. We cut back to the battle. We get like just, you know, shots of people on horseback swinging swords at the camera and then shots of people falling down. A little bit of actual like stunt work that we get to see bits of. Where did um where did Aomer get that trident thing? That's an orc weapon because we see an orc with a weapon like that. Oh, so he just grabbed that. Off just give me that. And just his his very strained face. He, he lost his spear it. and he got a trident. Well, he threw it at something. Yeah, clearly. He needs something else to stab with. Aomer's he's got rage. He's got a stab. <laughs> he's got to get the stabbies out. Amber's a barbarian. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that I think is interesting. Real, they so, didn't so nice, respectable to, fighter. Uh, to, de- de- uh, to, to him falling off the uh, the cliff. Um, so much of this film and, and the, the, the significance of the story is about the individual, like how individuals can change the world, right? And I think what this does mm. with the, like, is, is the opposite of, like, showing Denethor's insignificance, like, uh, in his madness and his evilness, like he has become so insignificant compared to everything that's raging around him, um, and like the the city mm-hmm. will stand yeah. despite him, you know. And and um, then we cut to you know, like you said, these other hero action shots. But um, one of the major themes is like you know the the smallest person can can change the world, and I think it's an interesting choice to go from Denethor's death to this wide shot of showing everything else, and it really does minimize the, the impact of Denethor. Um, on the story, visually at least. 
I like that take. I, I think, that. um, I think like it, like specifically like in this movie, but, um, I guess in the, the narrative of Lord of the Rings, um, in general, like individuals that are aligned with like a good purpose. Yeah. Like, cause like with Saruman, like Saruman is an individual with like immense power and like what he chooses to do to change the world is like evil or right like but uh, decidedly he's, so he's, he's trying to industrialize things in a way yeah. that's like vast and unnatural so like denethor's choice to be like like to go out <laughs> blazing i guess right literally you, you oh. know you just you just oh boy you just <laughs> but like um uh, in other stories sometimes people that like start something with an evil purpose in mind like sometimes it winds up being eventually used for good uh-huh um like we're like the saruman thing about like the industrialization my brain just connected that to the way industrialization is portrayed uh from avatar the last airbender into legend of korra mm. because it's like uh, we originally find it among the people living at the air nomad temple yeah and then the fire nation takes Use all that it. stuff yeah uses it for sinister purposes and then in legend of korra we see how that technological advancement like leads to the betterment of a city mm-hmm. in that setting Mm-hmm. So like that's kind of like just a thing to track that I just thought of thinking about Saruman and random, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but as far as Lord of the Rings go, like um, I, that is like decidedly not a thing. Like I guess yeah, that like, just doesn't the, happen. Um, the the Age of Men, I guess, um, yeah. allows for that, but not as um, not as drastic. I think. Yeah, and I mean there are there are things that are forces for good in the story that because they would be so easily perverted by Sauron they're never used to um, fully do what they could to protect or push the narrative forward or like fight in the battle. Is that why Tom Bombadil never shows up? No, no, I'm not even talking about Tom <laughs> no, Bombadil. No, I know. <laughs> I'm talking about the three elven rings. Oh, I see. Um, because Gandalf is here. Right. A man is on fire. Right. Gandalf has the elven ring that gives him dominion well, over if he fire. uses it so close to, exactly. to Mordor. But he has the power to save Denethor here. But he chooses not to because it could cause a greater issue if he does so. Yeah. But he has the power to save Denethor here because Gandalf's ring gives him dominion over fire. Hmm. So not only does Shadowfax kill Denethor. Gandalf is complicit. Gandalf (laughs) lets Denethor die. Hmm. Food for thought. (laughs) Well, he starts, I mean, he starts on the, um, the so passes Denethor, like, like, as he's leaving the room. Like, I'm, he saying, even, I'm saying. He hasn't even left the crypt. In the trial of Shadowfax, Gandalf finds up with an accessory conviction. <laughs> <laughs> cool motive. Still murder. Right. <laughs> still murder. <laughs> anyway. I That's think, a good line. Yeah, right? Um, do we have any other notes on um, Denethor, son of Ecthalion's death? No. Okay. <laughs> I think I've said my piece. I mean, I was hoping we'd get to three ninjas and we did, g- so I think I'm good. <laughs> Boom, got there. Put that on your bingo card. <laughs> this week, just tons of stuff. Just 90s. Yeah. 90s nostalgia. But uh, we're all from the website duelinggenre.com. If you have any thoughts on three ninjas, <laughs> you can <laughs> post them in our Facebook listener group, I guess. Yeah. The Fellowship of the Mic. <laughs> We're also active on uh, Twitter at LOTR Minute. 
um if you want to uh, follow the protagonist podcast what's uh what's your social media uh you can follow at protagonist pod on twitter or go to the facebook fan page which i can't remember the link right now but just search protagonist podcast on facebook and you should be able to find it there you go um all right so happy thursday and we'll be back tomorrow to finish out the week Bye. bye